From pillar to post and coast to coast. This is a one-man gang. You're listening to a book. Hey, do you watch wrestling? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to fight! Alright, so what did you think of the new opening? It's, it's, well, it's not probably not the new opening, it's probably just a temporary opening. Um... Okay, let me explain. Uh, let me get it up here in front of me. I have a couple uh, correspondence, uh, one bad, one good, that I want to share with you guys before we go uh, before we go too far. Uh, okay, so the first one. Hi, Time to Fight staff. A copyright owner using content ID has claimed some material in your video. Uh, this is not a copyright strike. This claim does not affect your account status. There are either ads running on your video with the revenue going to the copyright owner or the copyright owner is receiving stats about your video's news or views. Sorry. Uh, video title, Episode 4, Mark Wheeler, Copyright Content, Muddy Waters, Claimed by TuneCore. What's next? If there are no problems, you don't need to take any action. You don't need to delete your video. If something has gone wrong and the copyright owner or our system made a mistake, we have a dispute process. Only use it if you're confident that you have the rights to use all the content in your video. And then there's a, there's another one here. Uh, let's see. Uh, ads might appear on your video. Copy, I already knew that. Copyrighted content was found in your vi- in your video. The claimant is allowing their content to be used in your YouTube video. However, ads might appear on it. Viewing restrictions, none. Monetization, monetized by claimant. If you agree with these conditions, you don't have to do anything. Muddy Waters, the Gospel, Whiskey Runners. Apparently, it's about 30 seconds long, which I'll get to in a second. Tune, uh, claimant is TuneCore on behalf of Romanced Records. Policy monetized by copyright owner. All right, long story short, um... The old opening had uh, Muddy Waters, the Gospel Whiskey Runners, uh, one of my favorite all-time songs. And someone told me when I was uh, coming up with the opening of this podcast, they said you should use that because number one, it's one of my favorite songs. Number two, uh, you know my my catchphrase is "It's time to fight," hence the name of the podcast. And uh, the 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 line. The, or the words to the song are put up your hands and fight and, and and so on and so forth. And I looked at them and I said, well, I, I don't think I can do it. It's not my song. And they informed me that if you use 30 seconds or less of a song, then it's not copyright. I took them at the word and uh, apparently um, I was misinformed. Now, I, I don't see, I'm, I'm trying to see, I'm looking as I talk to you, but I don't see it. Somewhere here, there's something that says that I can keep using the song, but all the monetization is going to go to Romance Records or something of that nature. Like, I know I, 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 I got the gist of that as I was reading that to you, but there's something here that actually, like, you know, lays that out and says uh, what what's going to happen. 
Um, but I don't see it, but that's, that's basically what was, what was happening. Um, so I could have just kept using it. However, um, two things. Number one, it scared the living crap out of me. So I'm going to stop using, uh, that song. Um, on the other side, I have a lot of irons in the fire. That's an old time saying that some of you might not be uh, familiar with. I got a lot of things that I'm planning on doing in the upcoming months. And the opening theme to this podcast is going to be uh, incorporated with these events. And I don't want the podcast like I just did, or this is episode five, and I don't want... Let's just, let's just cut it off early. Let's say it that way. Let's cut it off early so I'm not going all the way here. I'm not going to episode 20, 25, 50, whatever. And then, okay, well, I'm doing all these bigger things. I really shouldn't be using uh, this song. I Now, some people might be saying, Matt, like you would have to become pretty big for this to become a problem. I didn't think this was going to become a problem. Um, and, but yet here it is. So what you heard to open this episode, uh, I believe is the temporary opening because this past weekend I had a very busy weekend. I'm going to get into that in a second. Um, and I just, I, I meant to re-record me in the ring, uh, saying it's time to fight and I forgot and I just, I never had the opportunity like when I did remember, I just didn't have the opportunity to get in the ring and to uh, to do it. So hopefully, I get that opportunity soon, and I can uh, I can find a, a appropriate music. I can do that opening, but then again, I might get attached to this, and um, I might like it, or people might say, "Hey, that was that's a lot better," and you should just keep that one. At which point, I'll just keep that one. Uh, the other correspondence, I'm going to grab my phone here. Just give me one moment. And the other correspondence that I want to share with you. Hey man. So I just wanted to talk. So here it goes. Um, listening to your podcast with Mark about depression. Um, I'm also going through it as well to the point where I wanted to almost commit suicide. I've been dealing with my lower back injury can't wrestle no job and I thought what's the point anymore wrestling was all I had I'm far from everyone and I just couldn't take it anymore so I thought I'd message you because you said if anyone wants to talk to you then talk to you and um, I, I went on to uh, to talk with that young man for about an hour and um, I'm not I'm not telling you that to to put myself over or what I did. I'm telling you that because I feel so good that someone actually took me up on my offer. And it means people are not, it means people are listening. And I don't mean listening as in a click on this podcast or, you know, a hit on this podcast. People are listening. And I want people to listen is to that, to that sentiment. Uh, anytime anybody wants to talk, I know this young man, but uh, anytime anybody wants to talk, please. I'm on Facebook, 
My thumbnail is a cartoon uh, character of myself with a police officer in the background. Add me on Facebook. Just message me. on. You don't even have to add me on Facebook. Just message me on Facebook. On Twitter, uh, at Announcer Terry. You know, get, get at me on there. However you want to do it. I don't care. Sometimes it's easier to talk to a stranger. And, you know, last week I was not blowing smoke up anybody's ass. Um, I'm, I'm willing to talk to anyone who wants to, uh, to talk to me. So everybody that's listening, please, uh, keep that in mind. Uh, what should we talk about next? I actually, I actually have notes here in front of me. Uh, I talked about my busy weekend and I did have a busy weekend. Let me, uh, let's go in order and I will address the elephant in the room. The, uh, on Saturday, I was supposed to do the live podcast slash Q&A with Angelina Love. That, unfortunately, got canceled. Uh, but let me clarify something, because a few people uh, said that the venue screwed us over. Let me tell you what happened. I, I got to the venue early. I had never seen the room that we were going to use, but I was told it was small. So I decided that I would go early so I could look at it and kind of lay it out in my head. When I got there, a representative of the Legion saw me and said, oh, there you are. And I thought to myself, well, this is not a good start. Um, They informed me that they were having a snooker tournament, which is a form of pool. I'm not saying anybody's dumb. It's just I when I went upstairs and I said they're having a snooker tournament, a few people looked at me and said, what? And I said, snooker. And they said, what the hell's that? And I said, it's a form of pool. So just so everybody's on the same page here, they were downstairs playing pool. Um, now, to me, I thought, well, they they can't be using this small room for pool. So, But then I was informed that this is where they were keeping tally or they were keeping track of the, the tournament. And that they, uh, they wouldn't be done until like 6, 7, 8 o'clock. Uh, so I wouldn't have access to the room until then. And uh, it was scheduled to begin at 6.15. The MCW show was scheduled to start at 7.30. So obviously th- that time frame wasn't going to work. So we came up with a plan B, which was that uh, we announced that we had canceled it. But Angelina Love was still going to be available before the show and during intermission to meet, greet, take pictures, all that great stuff. And then what I didn't announce was I would try, I would perhaps try, to uh, just do a regular podcast with her and present it to you in in this format, which obviously that worked out because today's guest is Angelina Love. Um, the venue did not screw us over. Um, the snooker tournament was a paid booking. The, the Legion, the Royal Canadian Legion, the Dunstan Legion in Brantford had given us use of the room. This is a business that makes a lot of their revenue from renting space. And they were willing to give me the room, uh, no rental fee required. And they were willing to give it to us free of charge. And someone who was paying them to be there trumped us, which I, I completely understand. You know, you take the booking that's paying for it. In fact, if I walked in and they said, well, these guys came in yesterday and said they were going to pay us our rental fee, 
I still wouldn't hold it against the Legion. So I'm asking everybody, please don't hold that against the Legion. They were being paid for them to be there, so I, I have no problem with that. Uh, as I said, obviously Angelina Love is on the show today, and um, I, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I, th- I thought this was going to suck. I really thought this was going to suck. Um, when I when the live podcast and everything got canceled, I decided I was going to go talk to her. Um, but I've said before, I'm very introverted one-on-one, especially with beautiful women. And Angelina Love is a beautiful woman. And I, I was a little nervous to walk up to her. But when I went to her, uh, they were taking a break from her seminar. I walked up to her to get her uh, information for ring announcing. And I said, are, are you still are you still willing to do the podcast? And I can't remember exact words, but essentially it was, yeah, but not for long because I got stuff to do. Those, As I said, those weren't exact words, but that's how it came across to me. Was, And I thought, it came across to me like she was being a little diva. And... I thought, that, okay, this is this is going to suck. And I decided that I wasn't going to say anything to her. If she didn't come to do the podcast, she didn't come to do the podcast, I'd figure something else out. So I didn't say anything to her. When she was done the seminar, she was walking past me, and she said, all right, uh, again, not, not, I'm not quoting her, but to and maybe this is just in my head. She came by, and she said, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, I'm going to go wash my hands, and then we'll do it. But not for long because I got stuff to do. Uh, which uh, essentially she was saying she had a match to prepare for. So I went up on stage, which is where the podcast equipment was. She came up and she just sat down. She was going through her purse and she just seemed so disinterested. And I, in my head, I just thought this is going to suck. This is really, really, really going to suck. And the feeling that I had in the pit of my stomach... I, I can't even really describe it. Like, I'm sitting there with this beautiful woman who I'm already nervous to talk to. I'm nervous to talk to anybody one-on-one. And it's just welling up in my stomach, and I could feel it. And it felt like it was just working its way up my body. And I started the interview, and things just got so comfortable and went so well. And I'm not going to tell you anymore because the interview is coming. Uh, so I'm going to leave that to you. But yeah, that I thought I thought it was going to suck. But if if I do say so myself, it's it was amazing. Thanks again to Angelina Love. Uh, from there, we did MCW Night at the Rough House. Again, just such a, a homegrown fan base. I am so proud of MCW, and I'm so happy to be uh, part of their crew. Uh, next day, I did uh, commentary for New School Wrestling in Hamilton uh, with Chris Crucifix. And him and I, um, it was our second time together, and I think we were, it's, it's going a little smoother. Just a little smoother than last time, and the next time will be a little smoother than this time, and so on and so forth. Although I did, I did uh, make a couple mistakes, and I know I made the mistakes. And here's the mistake: um, when I do ring announcing, okay, when I do this podcast, it is a complete opposite to ring announcing, because here I'm talking, I'm talking as Matthew Terry. Not that 
Matthew Terry is not the ring announcer, but I'm just talking about myself personally. And I'm not trying to be a character. I'm not trying to be a gimmick. I'm not trying to... How do I put it? Because those those still don't really don't really fit the bill. Um, I'm just sitting here talking. I'm blabbing on, as you can see. However, um, as a ring announcer, there is A, B, C. There is a process to it. There is, you know, there's a, a structure to it and what I do and what I'm expected to say and so on and so forth. So I guess that's the way to say it, that when I'm ring announcing, I'm a lot more structured. Here, anything goes. So commentary is much different because I'm sitting there with a microphone in front of me and I'm talking. And I know a couple times on Sunday for New School Wrestling, I started talking about wrestlers. And I want to add a little bit of color to uh, to the commentary. And I found myself talking on a personal level about the wrestlers, but it was not part of the narrative of the wrestling. I was trying to add a little something, but it really didn't go with the narrative. And um, that's where I made my mistake. And uh, I'm sure that's going to be edited out because it just, it really does not fit because I was talking uh, a little too personally. Not personal person. I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't dishing dirt on them, but I was talking... Uh, again, on a personal level, and uh, just, uh, it, again, didn't fit the narrative. And then finally, I was ring announcing. I was back to ring announcing for Alpha One Wrestling. Um, something interesting I found out, that Howard Finkel started with WWE at the age of 33. I started with Alpha One at the age of 33. I just find that kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I was ring announcing for Alpha One, Again, just absolutely amazing crowd. And I don't, I don't know if I've actually said this. Alpha One has done a very good job of grassroots growing as well. Or, uh, you know, building their fan base from from grassroots. Is, you know, they started off... They didn't start off small. Like, the very first Alpha One show I went to probably had 100 people, which is not bad. Um, but now it's it's grown to, like, three times that. And if not more. And um, so they've done a really good job of building their brand as well. Um, and this was another awesome show. Uh, from there, let's see. I got I got upcoming events. I, f I keep forgetting to mention April 27th. You can, you can find all of my upcoming events, whether it's ring announcing, commentary, uh, anything like that. On uh, time to fight .ca. That is where you can find this podcast. That's where you can find uh, blogs that I might write. And you can find my upcoming events. And I keep forgetting to mention that I am going back to CK Expo. This will be my third year in a row with CK Expo. And this is the this was my this was my cherry popping. This was the first expo I went to. Uh, as a podcaster and droids canada brought me and um you know we, we had a great time i interviewed some local wrestlers with a with a lucha mask on on stage and i got rave reviews and i went back the second year and that got me um that it wasn't as fun for for a couple reasons um uh, but i'm not gonna 
that I don't it's that's a year ago doesn't it doesn't doesn't affect me now uh, but it didn't just didn't go as well so I'm I'm happy that I'm going back this year and I'm going to be joined by uh, by a special guest I'm going to be on stage and I'm going to be joined by a special guest who that special guest is cannot be announced quite yet um, but yeah so CK Expo April 27th in uh, Chatham Kent and uh, I'm going back to the CK Expo so I'm very happy uh, another thing that's uh, that's coming out uh, okay how am I going to structure this we have some trivia nights coming up in October, uh, October 25th, to be specific, uh, will be the first, or it won't be the first, but we will be having a It's Time to Trivia. Ha, <laughs> uh, We're going to be having an It's Time to Trivia uh, to benefit the ALS Society. Anyone who knows me, has followed me, anything like that, you know that I am a, a, an avid supporter of the ALS Society. Uh, I ran uh, wrestling with ALS for several years, and uh, so in October, and we always did it every October. So this October, um, October twenty fifth, as I said, we're going to be in Hamilton, Ontario. Um, I just got a, I got a, I, I know where it's going to be, but just I don't want to jinx anything. So eyes dotted, T's crossed. Uh, then I will tell you uh, the rest of the details. But we have lots of time. Um, in September, we will be having our first It's Time to Trivia. That is going to be in Nova, or Nova Scotia. If It's it's either going to be in Niagara Falls or St. Catharines. And because we don't even really know where it's going to be, I can't, I can't tell you a date because that is going to be dictated by where we are. Um, so... Now, that one is going to be, that that's through the YMCA. That's why we're having, or I'm not saying we're having problems, but we haven't we haven't uh, put where it's going to be exactly. Um, but it is going to be in September, and it's going to be benefit benefiting, sorry, uh, YMCA Strong Kids, uh, which I work for the YMCA, so obviously uh, YMCA Strong Kids is very important to me, especially since, you know, everybody knows I have Prince Isaac, and... Um, you know, my wife and I are lucky enough to be able to to put Prince Isaac into uh, programs and and you know different sports and you know different activities. But there's a lot of people out there that can't. They can't afford swimming lessons. They can't afford uh, play groups. They can't afford uh, you know summer camps or March break camps. Uh, we're just finishing up March break here, and uh, yeah, just there's people out there that can't. And strong kids helps uh, alleviate that, alleviate that. They help uh, they help kids get swimming lessons. They help you know they help, they 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 do a lot of great stuff. And I am a huge advocate for helping kids. So in September, uh, watch for that uh, trivia night as well. Uh, I think that's about it. I think that's about it for the uh, for the intro for the monologue. Um, I apologize. I went uh, kind of long, but I think I had good reason to do it in uh, in many aspects. Before we get to uh, Angelina Love, um, just a reminder: you can follow me on Facebook, or you, yeah, you can follow me on Facebook. As I said, uh, Matthew Terry, ca- uh, cartoon character of me with a police officer in the back. Don't ask. You can follow me on Twitter at announcer Terry. Uh, you can follow the show at 
Time to Fight Pod. And you can follow all of us. You can do all of this at time to fight ca and you can as i said you can see the blog you can see the uh, the the podcast you can see all kind of stuff on there uh and if you need to get a hold of me then it's time to fight pod at gmail.com time to fight pod at gmail.com uh if you have any questions comments concerns you want to advertise on the show time to fight pod at gmail.com all right so as i said uh i thought this was going to suck it, it truly and honestly didn't, and uh, I hope you guys truly enjoy uh, my talk with Angelina Love. <laughs> All right, wonderful. Um, so, yeah, so, but in preparation for that, I was asking for questions and stuff, and unfortunately, a lot of the questions were stuff that I would not, I, I might say to my wife, <laughs> but yeah, and it made me think, like, you're, you're obviously an amazingly looking woman, so you... Do you really want me to say it? Do you? One of the weird ones? Oh, like it was it was like your bedroom habits and it was Yeah, exactly. But it made me think like you you must have put up with like a lot of cat calls or different different things. Like but is that at all complimentary? <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine if somebody was like you know what? I got one opportunity to ask Angelina Love one question, and I definitely want to know what she does in the bedroom. Doesn't surprise me, but I'm. It doesn't surprise me, but it kind of still surprises me because it's like, perfect. Can we be professional? Maybe like. Well, no, it's uh, and that's. I, and I kept saying on the podcast. I kept saying like, you know, I want your questions, but guys, let's keep this a little. Let's keep this respectful. That's so weird. Let's I've actually never in almost twenty years had questions like that. Really? Where people were like, well, "Hey, we're gonna do a Q and A." Maybe they yeah, unless they never to told me. And like, unless and, they and never told me. I've never had. Well, yeah, and a matter of like, you know, they emailed them to me. So I'm not seeing them. They know they're not going to have to see you. Maybe they meant it as a joke. I don't know. But it, it just it amazed me. And like, I, I was hoping I would have at least one or two to kind of. But other than... You had all sexual questions? No, no. And I, I don't, don't think I'm getting like 100 questions. Right. Okay, I'm talking 10. Yeah. Okay? So let's but say... But they were all inappropriate? No, well, okay. Let's say five were inappropriate. Yeah. Five were none of their business. That's crazy. Like, and maybe inappropriate, but in a different way. Like, um, what happened with your marriage? I'm like, that's none of their business. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. We're divorced. Exactly. What else do you need to know? But yeah, but they well, <laughs> well what happened? Because obviously, and not getting too much into it, you were sure. married to a wrestler, and you got you got divorced from a wrestler, a popular wrestler. So people, someone did say, well, what happened? Why did it not work? Which to me, I can't believe I'm even saying it to you because I'm thinking like, yeah. well, that's none of your business. No, absolutely not. Exactly. <laughs> and then unless I wanted it to be your business. Now there was one that maybe I will ask, um, and it was just, how is your little one? Oh, he's wonderful. He's wonderful? Yeah, he's up here. He turns three in a week. St. Patrick's Day is his birthday. Oh, really? Yeah. So, um, now so the yeah, reason, we came now, up for a week to see family. The reason I feel comfortable asking you that is because uh, the fact that you do have a child and his name is on Wikipedia. So I figured, okay, it's okay to ask, how's your little one doing? And well, yeah, that's not offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's my, I'm obsessed well, with him. He's my whole world. He's wonderful. Well, yeah, me too. And in fact, um, a friend of mine, um, I added you on Facebook uh, to send you a message. And then uh, last Saturday, a week ago, 
uh, I posted something on. I had gone shopping with my son. And it was this thing about how, can I wear my pajamas to Walmart? And I said, sure, why not? And then, can you have bear paws? Sure, why not? And then he puts a dinosaur on his head. And then you liked that picture. And a buddy of mine's like, Angelina Love liked your, uh, your post. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's... <laughs> that's so something my son would do. His, his, the thir- so he's having two parties. So we're doing it a week early up here so we can see my grandma, like his great grandma. She's ailing a little bit. So yeah. we wanted to kind of do family stuff up here. My sister just had her third child in October. So it's hard for everybody to come down to the States where I live and celebrate my son's birthday down there. So yeah. we came up here a week early, spending a week with the family, do a third birthday party up here, then go back down. My ex's mom is coming in and we'll do like his actual third birthday party on his actual third birthday which is yeah. st patrick's day and it's dinosaur themed so See, his my first son is in his first birthday was like the the baby jungle animals like the cartoony mm-hmm. little jungle animals and then last year was lightning mcqueen cars theme and then this year it's dinosaurs he's very dinosaurs and trucks right now well let me think our the first one did you have a smash cake at your fir- at his first party yeah he didn't smash it he didn't know what to do with it Neither i tried to son. like i tried to put his hands on it and he was just like huh and he just sat there and opened his mouth so we just shoved the cake off of the plate into his mouth and then it got all over his face and he had a little blue icing and all that stuff all over his face it was cute it was really cute it wasn't like funny like oh yeah. it's everywhere it's like look at him with his mouth open he just wants us to shove cake into it my son he's uh well right now he's three years old but he's really into cleaning, and he's always been a clean child. And for his first birthday, again, he didn't know wow, what to do with like the cake. that's like the opposite of any other three-year-old. I know. So we took his hand, and we're like, here, do this. And he took it, and he looked at his hands, and he's just like, eh. Like, you know, get this off me. And then that's we tried funny. to, we got him a spoon Well, to see, hit. my son would do that, too. If my son has anything on his finger, he'll come up to me and be like, eh. <laughs> like, get it off. But, I mean, he's the first person to grab anything he can find and just dump it all over the place. Well, no, my son will dump. But his favorite toys are, we got him a cleaning set. It's got like a little mop and it's got all this sure. stuff. And this is his thing. And when mom or dad, I do I do some vacuuming. When we vacuum, As you that, should. that is the, because he has a little toy vacuum. So when we're vacuuming, he has to get his little toy vacuum. Yeah. And I try to make games out of having my son help me clean. Because the pick it up doesn't really work too well. Because then he'll just go, ah, and run away. And I'm like, well, all right. So I try to make it a game like, let's count. Yeah. Let's count all your toys. And I'll hold the bucket. It'll be like, baby, get your look-see. One. Two. He loves the alphabet. He loves counting right now. So I can always make a game out of, like, letters and numbers. Yeah. And that works with cleanup time. Because then we'll start counting real high. And the more he gets in, the more I count up. And, he's, you know, he's got 68 dinosaur, you know, figurines. So it's fun. Are you, uh, but I'm, what I'm afraid of is he's going to get older. And I'm going to say, dude, go, go clean your room. And he's going to be like, no. That's 100% uh, going to happen. And I'll be just like. When you were three years old, if I told you to clean your room, you'd be like, okay. And like, but yeah, when he gets older, I'm going to say like, like, well, now I'm 13 and I don't want to do it. Exactly. (laughs) Like, hey, go clean your room. Just like, no, you do it. I hated cleaning my room. Uh, Do you do the Peppa Pig thing? Is your son into Peppa Pig? No. No? No, no. I don't watch that. He really likes Blippi. Oh, Blippi. Do you know Blippi? Listen, Blippi's oh, a millionaire. Blippi. He is oh, banking no. off of acting like that. Did you know he used like to be that. a soldier? Yeah. I totally read up on him because I wanted yeah. to know who he was. Oh, did you read about the... He has a little controversy about a video that he did where mm-hmm. he... Before he became Blippi, he was doing kind of shock videos. And oh. there's a video out there of him uh, having the runs on a friend of his. What? Yes. 
And it's Blippy? And it's Blippy. No. Uh, by his real name. I can't think of it off the top of my head. And I'm not Steven trying to bury the guy. because I think or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Because as He's much a millionaire off of acting oh, no, like a five-year-old. Is. He's a genius. And as much as I say, like, oh, my, I'm so, like, you know, B-L-I-P-P-I. As much as it's just like, oh, my son, again and again and again. I give the guy credit. He's amazing at what he does. Yeah. Like, obviously, it's because... paid off. Well, exactly, yeah. My son likes to watch... And, you know, I don't let my son... Um, stay on electronics a lot neither do i um but my fortunately my son loves learning stuff yeah. so he will watch learning videos or mm-hmm. like he watches this thing called strawberry jam toys and it's mindless it's like this pair of hands from a woman who i think is from australia because of her voice she just throws toys into a kiddie pool of water with bubbles in it yeah and it's like the most fascinating thing to him but she'll hold it in front of the camera and she'll be like crab and then it'll show a crab walking in the water and then she'll chuck it in this tub so he learns all these animals and he sees little pictures of them and he'll stand there and he'll go crap well elephant well he can't say elephant yet but you know how the three-year-old tries to say elephant yeah. and he learns all these things and then there's brain candy tv they yes. do a lot of monster truck stuff a lot of trains mm-hmm. a lot of numbers um so he really really likes watching all of the learning stuff and I, I think it's really helped him. Like, him watching stuff on YouTube has not been a hindrance at all, where it's mindless stuff. Yeah. He could care less to watch something mindless. He'll just scroll through and find something he can be interactive with. Yeah. Well, Blip, or no, not Blippy, sorry, because Blippy is educational in his in his way. Uh, Peppa Pig, not so much. Isn't uh, that like a UK thing? It is a UK thing. Yeah. And no, we haven't watched it, but he sees it in that strawberry jam choice thing because they throw a Peppa Pig yeah. into the pool and they go Peppa Pig and yeah. There, there are a lot of jokes on Peppa Pig that they're not adult jokes, but they're jokes that ad- adults get. Oh yeah. Um. So it's it's entertaining for for everybody, but um, also uh, Daniel Tiger. Mm, have you, haven't you, heard of it. Mm-mm. Daniel Tiger is, and I mean this, uh, literally, he's the new Mr. Rogers. His <gasps> oh, theme song. Oh, I love Mr. Rogers. His theme song. So Daniel Tiger, it's a cartoon, and he the, the whole uh, welcome to my neighborhood, and he's got uh, King Friday, and he's got the trolley. He is the new Mr. Rogers, oh, but wow. he's, and that's educational as well. So my son, the Daniel Tiger's big, uh, Blippi's big, uh, it used to be Baby Bum or something. Yeah. That, that one's educational uh-huh. as well. Yeah. But now he's starting to get into the Peppa Pig and he's starting okay. to quote it. And unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, my son is becoming British because he'll quote the show. Sure. And, and the But voice. he'll say it in a Bre- British, like, if it's dark, he'll be like, where's the torch? And That's like, funny, Where's though. the torch? <laughs> <laughs> so my son, he scrolls through so many YouTube videos. All of a sudden, I'll hear Spanish, something Spanish playing in the yes. background. And he'll, he will watch... Like a Spanish cartoon about like hamburgers being put in an oven and they're counting this and that, or he's got to go to some ice cream vending machine, and then all of a sudden it's some it's Japanese. Mm-hmm. And he, but he doesn't care. It's just like, oh, he's laughing. Oh, he yeah. thinks it's a great thing. And I'm like, baby, I think you're watching some Japanese. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it doesn't phase him at all. No, and my my wife's side of the family is Hungarian, so he watches. He knows more Hungarian than I do. Huh. Um, but he'll sometimes he'll do that because the iPad grandma will put videos on for him mm-hmm. and she'll find like Peppa Pig or Blippi or whatever translated to Hungarian. Oh yeah. Blippi's definitely translated into Spanish. So they're, um, because she's watched them before they're down the right side of the screen and he just sees the, 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 the picture, yep. the thumbnail and he just yep. hits it. 
But this is used to, I'm sitting there going, I don't know if he's supposed to be, listen, I don't know. Like, <laughs> What I like right now is that this podcast so far is the 100% complete opposite of what all these people that sent you bedroom questions exactly. are wanting to hear. So that's what you get for sending bedroom questions. We're going to talk about toddler YouTube videos. <laughs> so think twice before you do that next time. Well, that that's, well, quickly, like that's my podcast anyways, despite having wrestlers as guests. Um, and wrestling being an underlying theme, I don't really talk about wrestling because all podcasts talk about wrestling. So this is absolutely perfect because, you know, we're not talking about wrestling at all. We're talking, as you said, about YouTube videos. Yep. Um, and I don't, I don't even know really where to go from here because, like, we just talked how long? We've been talking for, like, 13 minutes about Blippi and, and everything else. Yeah. Well, I started my own kid's YouTube channel. Did you really? Yeah. Because it can be... It, it, not right away, but at some point in time, that can be another source of income. Well, of a lot of people are making money off of YouTube well, yeah. right now. So I have a personal channel, which is more wrestling stuff. Me traveling, being on the road, random like Q&As where mm. I'll go on my Twitter or my Instagram and stuff and say like, hey, I'm going to do a Q&A uh, for my YouTube channel. Like I'll pick the 10 best questions. Please be creative. Yeah. You know, like, how'd you get into wrestling? Oh, never exactly. heard that one before. <laughs> which is kind of what like the, the, the reason that I don't ask those questions on the right. podcast. Right. So you have a, a children's YouTube? I do. Where you're yeah, I, I do it with one of our um, one of the old TNA uh, editors slash producers. Okay. Um, and it's it's a slower growing channel than my personal one because mine's followed by a ton of wrestling fans. Yes. You know, so they want to see what it's like backstage at a show or what mm -hmm. I do on the road or whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, the kids one, it's like you just got to have that one video that goes viral. Well, exactly. Like yeah. that Ryan's toy review, that kid. Yes. You know him? Yes. They just Him and his dad just started unboxing toys. Yep. There's one video. My son watched it. This is how I know. And I saw the number and I was like, that can't be right. Like one of their older videos when they first started, this is the one that went viral. And it's insane that this went viral. It was shot on like the mom's cell phone in their backyard. Yeah. And he's got like a bouncy castle in his backyard. And there's like five or six really big plastic Easter eggs. Yeah. And the mom put them like on the bouncy castle and she's like, okay, Ryan, go, go, go. And he just runs and he grabs the egg and he'll come put it on the grass and then he'll go back on the bouncy castle. So he gets all six of them. He puts them on the grass. Then he opens them and one of them has a monster truck inside and mm -hmm. he plays with the monster truck. And one of them has lightning McQueen inside and he opens it. That has one point billion views. And I when I saw the, when high, I saw yeah. the B, yeah. I was like, I have no, wait a minute. This video mm -hmm. has 1.6 billion. There's not even an M. It's like millions. Yeah. Billions of 1.6 billion views. Yeah. And now he's got like he's got like 17 million subscribers. Mm -hmm. That family, I read up on them because I was like, I want to see how people are making money off of this because I know it's kind of a crapshoot. You know, people try to make money off YouTube, it works or it doesn't. Yeah. That family, they said for like the first three years, it was like nothing. They were like, we got to get more creative. We got to get on this. You always mm -hmm. got to have content or else people get bored and they'll go on to the next thing. So those two parents, once they started having something come in. They both quit their jobs as like a teacher and something else. And they full-time worked at home editing these videos. They were making $11 million a year just playing with their kid. Mm -hmm. And the dad would, the dad and the kid would unbox the newest toy from Target or Toys R Us or yeah. whatever. And they would just play with it for 10 minutes. 900 million views, like 50 million views. Like as soon as he puts a video out, there's 500,000 views within the first hour. Like yeah. it's crazy. And then I read last year. So he got, they signed a deal with Walmart. Now that kid has a line of toys, like in eggs where you open it up and there's a toy inside. That family made $22 million last year. 
all started from YouTube videos. Um, not to that extent, but something I was surprised about was um, my, my son is very much into reading. So I have, a, I have a son who's into reading and loves cleaning, so I'm locking out huge, trust yeah. me. Um, but, um, I, I was looking on YouTube because there's a book that he loves to hear, and he loves it because Daddy does the voices. Mm-hmm. And Daddy has a nighttime job, so Daddy, Daddy doesn't put him to bed. So I was thinking, well, what if I made a video and put it online? I'm like, oh, I wonder if that would be a copyright issue. Um, so I go online to see, like, well, is this book already out there or whatever. They, people just sitting there reading everyday books, million hits. And it's just, yeah, yeah, just reading. A set of hands throwing a toy into a pool exactly. with bubble bath yeah. in it. 30 million views. Yeah. My son can't get enough of them because yeah. they're colorful. There's animals. Now, it, you know, now that, yeah, is, crazy. that does have an entertainment component to it. But when you're thinking about reading a book, like, you know, read to your kid. <laughs> like See, here that's I the am. thing. Like, my son, he doesn't want to just sit there and have a book read to him. Like, you have to make books interactive when they're that young. Yeah. So what I do with my kid is, and my ex does it too, we'll... Every word we say, he'll say it after us. Yeah. So we're both reading the book together. And then we had, like, my parents got him, like, a construction, night-night construction site or something like that. Book for Christmas. And, um, you know, there's an excavator and there's a cement truck and there's a crane truck and a dump truck and a bulldozer. And, you know, he's, if I point at them, he knows. What, or if I'm like, baby, where's the cement mixer? He'll point to it and he knows what it is. And so we get him doing his little construction vehicles. And then when I say, like, the, the. X, X, K, K, V, V, Tur, Tur. You know, so we're trying to get him to, and we'll just read, probably only do like four pages. Yeah. Because then he's bored. But I mean, like, I can't just sit there and be like, the excavator, da, 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 da. He'll be like, like, he couldn't care less. But him reading the words or saying the words after I read them, that keeps him like engaged in the book. Yeah. And it helps him learn how to say words, mm-hmm. pronounce words. My son, uh, like, as I said, he's into Peppa Pig. So we got the Peppa Pig books. There's, uh, but there's certain ones that like he remembers. And as I said, he quotes the videos. Kids have memories that adults do not yeah. give them credit for. My there son is, remembers everything. There is one part of one of the books where uh, Peppa's brother George has a dinosaur balloon. And he keeps letting it go and it keeps flying off into the sky. So they take it inside and he lets go of the balloon and it bounces up the stairs and then it goes into the attic and... Grandpa Pig says, that's okay. There's only one window that goes out of the attic, and it's always closed. But, of course, part of the story, the window's open, so then the balloon gets out the window. And, spoiler alert, the parrot flies up, gets the balloon, brings it back. Yeah. But when we get to the part where he lets go of the balloon, it bounces up the stairs, goes into the attic, and Grandpa Pig says, don't worry, there's only one window, and it's never open. When I turn to that page, my son will just... And he's like, it bounced up the stairs, went through the attic, and Grandpa Pig said that, don't worry, it can't go out because the attic window's not or not open. And he'll and say that. And are you just like, whoa. And yeah, and I just kind of sit there, all right. Well, I guess the story's over. <laughs> like, here, you why know don't you all. do this? And, but no, I'm, I'm very lucky. Uh, that my son is very Speaking much of dinosaur reading. balloons, we just brought some home. My parents made a little order for David's birthday because yep. it's dinosaur themed up here and it's dinosaur themed down there. And they got a 
helium dinosaur balloon. And then the little thing that holds it to the floor, it's a little bag that's yep. got dinosaurs on it. And then they got two dinosaur stick balloons. And he could not get enough of that dinosaur balloon today. Like, we would hold the balloon mm -hmm. and chase him. And he just thought it was the f he's not scared of anything. He thought it was the funniest thing. And he has this little laugh where he's like, <laughs> like, when he makes more noise when he breathes back in, mm -hmm. which is difficult to do, to make a noise when you breathe in. Yeah. But he's got this this funny little howling laugh that just makes everybody else laugh. And we were just chasing him around the house with a dinosaur balloon, literally like probably 30 minutes before we left to come here today. And he thought it was the greatest thing ever. There's a, there's a character or it's a, there's a Mr. Dinosaur and it's a stuffed animal in Peppa Pig. So, and my son, he's into dinosaurs. So of course he's into Mr. Dinosaur. So I go online and I go on Amazon and I get a Mr. Dinosaur and it's like a, it's kind of a knockoff, I guess, but it's like a big Mr. Dinosaur. Well, I order it for Christmas and then I get an email saying, we're sorry, there's a problem with customs. It's going to be late. And plus, I don't know if you know, we had the big Canada post. I do. My mom told me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a problem as well. Yeah. So my sister-in-law gets in this Peppa Pig set, and the Peppa Pig set came with a Mr. Dinosaur, but it looks exactly like the Mr. Dinosaur on the cartoon. So, and my son absolutely loves this thing. He carries it everywhere he goes. So eventually I get the Mr. Dinosaur that I've gotten, and I'm looking at it and I'm going, this thing sucks. <laughs> so I put it up on one of the free sites just to let people oh, yeah. and everybody just kind of fought over it and everything but yeah speaking of dinosaurs like he will he we, i take him to daycare well blippy has that dinosaur song he does and they go roar goes dinosaurs roar dinosaurs oh roar, yeah i think i have heard that I, and david uh, knows when to go roar, roar. Oh. and then the pterodactyl david goes like this like he's got wings it's hilarious he knows all those songs i'm sorry matt i i tuned it out after a while <laughs> <laughs> no, they, it's really weird. Like when he, if my son goes to like his little, he's in speech therapy. Yeah. If he goes to like his little class or if my ex has him for a visit, I have blippy songs in my head. Even if I'm like in the bathroom doing my hair or if I'm grocery shopping, like even if my son's not around watching it, it's like in my head. <laughs> they just play on their own. Like the choo-choo, here comes the train. Oh yeah, I had that. I had that train song in my head for an entire day last week. And I was like, oh my God, I cannot get this blippy song out of my head. <laughs> Lucky me. Anyway. But that's what he wants. That's why he's a millionaire 20 times over. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, I'm gonna. Uh, we've only spoken about YouTube videos and everything and our children. Yeah. And to me, that's a great podcast. I know and you guys, got stuff come to go on. Do. If you really want, like, show a woman respect. If you want to, like, ask somebody a question, don't be like, oh, like, what do you do, like, in the bedroom? Like, yeah. So you're not going to okay. get an answer from that. You're going to get very sarcastic answers, probably lies. Um, just, yeah, let's just try to be a little, <laughs> a little more I'll, decent than that. I'll, I'll tell you one of the clean, you d I don't want the answer, but just let's end this on, on one of these questions. Yeah. It was uh, the sexiest thing that you had worn for a man in the bedroom. So we'll just, oh. again, that's kind of a, like, none of your damn business. And right. Very, but I just wanted to let you know what one of Well, it was sexy. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I completely bet. So I know you got stuff to do. Thank you so much for, uh, <laughs> for giving you. me your time. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. So, yeah, that, that was my talk with Angela Love. And I, honest to God, I thought it was going to suck. I really did. And, you know, right up until we started talking about our kids, I still thought it was going to suck.
But the moment we started uh, talking about our kids and we got in that lane and we drove in it, uh, other than my wife, I don't think I've really been that comfortable talking to a lady in a long time. And, you know, I, I said it in the monologue that uh, I thought Angelina Love was going to be, quote unquote, diva, but she wasn't. She was so friendly, so personable, so accommodating. And, you know, you may have noticed that I stuttered a little bit during the interview. Uh, so there was a little bit of that. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, I don't want to say something embarrassing. Um, but it was because it was going so well. I was, we were sitting there talking and I started realizing this is going so much better than I thought it was going to, that all that tightness in my stomach and everything gone. And, you know, I just didn't want to ruin it. I really didn't want to ruin it. It was, it was such a good talk and I enjoyed it so much that I was just, oh, please don't ruin this, Matt. Please don't ruin this. Please don't ruin this. Uh, on so many levels, just do not ruin this. And I think she enjoyed it. And I think she enjoyed it because after we were done, after I after I hit stop, she was saying how she she thoroughly enjoyed it. She enjoyed the fact that it wasn't uh, a generic podcast. It didn't have the generic questions. It didn't have uh, the same questions that every other podcast asked. It didn't ask, who's your favorite wrestler? Who's your favorite person to work with? Uh, who do you wish you could work with in WWE? You know, things like that. And uh, you know what? That's that's where this podcast is going is, you know, it's a different wrestling podcast, not the different wrestling podcast because everybody says they're the different wrestling podcast. We are a different ro uh, wrestling podcast. And, uh, you know... I said it last week, I'm not going to talk to people about the same old thing. I'm only going to talk to them if I have something to talk to them about. And I had never, maybe I was treading in a direction that I should have stayed away with the whole, you know, you probably get uh, some, some cat calls or, you know, is this at all complimentary when people are like, you know, Aluga, you know, that type of thing. Um, and even though that didn't work, it worked out so much more perfectly. And uh, I couldn't be happier with uh, with the way this went. And, you know, I, I love Prince Isaac. I love my wife. Um, but talking to Angelina Love, it gave me another feeling that just, you know, and it, 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 it and I've, I've experienced this. It wasn't just with Angelina Love. There are so many wrestlers out there that, you know, their, their lives, they, they, a lot of wrestlers will say wrestling is my life. And in a lot of cases, it is. But you know what? Just if you don't have, if you don't have that family behind you, um, I honestly believe. Like to me, I could not be the creative person I am. I could not be. I could not be the person I am. I could not excel in wrestling, be it ring announcing, commentating. Uh, podcasting. I could not excel in what I do if I did not have my wife Carrie Ann and my son Isaac. And uh, you know, th there's a line I I can't demonstrate it because this is audio. But if you've ever seen uh, Jerry Maguire, there's a line on there that where he points at his heart and he says, "If you don't have this, 
he points at his head and he essentially says, this ain't shit. You just can't do it. And it's, it's, it is true. Just without, without the people in my heart, I, you know, the stuff in my head just, just wouldn't add up. So I will see everybody next week. And hey, Isaac, I love you, buddy. I love it too.